everyone. It's, uh, it's us again, Reviews from the West. We're continuing our October spooky special. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Um, uh, that was Chase. It is. We are also joined by Nick McCann. Yes, we are. And, and someone else. Take yes. it away. We are. We are. We are, after a long hiatus and a long void period, are pleased to welcome back our friend, the original, the co-founder, our brother, our collaborator, our mother. Wait, what? It's Ryan. It's Ryan. Ryan's back. Yeah, mom or dad, whichever. Ryan's back. Thank God Almighty. That's good. Is that, is that copyright? Can we, can we can we do that? That's the only way I'm gonna welcome myself back. Nice. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll take the hit. Demonetized. Good okay. to have you back, Ryan. Thank you. We love I'm worth a demonetization. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You're worth you're worth all the not money in the world. So um how's everyone's how's everyone doing? Uh Shitty, but it's getting better. Doing good. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm doing all right. My cat got neutered today. Congratulations. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's funny. He's a. Uh, he's not doing too hot. Oh, no. <laughs> he's fucked up right now, man. He's he's off his off his off his yannies, man. <laughs> his yannies and his rocker. Yeah, well, you only have now. the one cat, right? Uh, so we, we have two, but I only have one. So oh, we this have is a Uzi, right? This is Uzi. Yep, little Uzi vert, my cat. The Uzi nine millimeter. <laughs> Uzumaki Biddle, his name is. Great little cat. He's a cool dude. I like him. I've a lot. been naming every snail in front of my house Uzumaki. Yep. <laughs> Great. Perfect. Our, our see, see we, we got this connection here. I'm gonna bring Uzi over to the house and uh and I'll just have him meet his snail cousins. He's gonna turn into a snail. I've read the read the manga. Oh shit, bro! That's a spoiler. Okay. That's a spoiler. What okay. manga is this? Naruto. Japanese. <laughs> what? And here, everyone was talking over each other. <laughs> Japanese, Japanese. All right, what's the name of it? No, it's Uzumaki. Yeah. Oh, that's it. It's just the name. Okay. All right. Yeah. What are we? What are we? Uh, what are we? What are we here for it's... today, guys? Isn't this Chase's oh. pick? Oh shit. It is my pick. So I just want to, I want to, before we, before we get in, I just want to say that, uh, um, Ryan, I don't know if you had listened to a couple episodes back, um, but originally I was going to, originally I was going to do Suspiria 77, which we're watching, uh, which we watched this week. But then we had a little bit of a, a little bit of a spat on a couple episodes ago. And uh, uh, Nick said that Midsummer was, was, uh, it, I don't. What, what was the, Nick? What was the wording? Not as not quite as cracked up as it used to be. No, it was like it wasn't as deep as it thinks it is, or something like that. I guess so. Yeah. Something we were talking about. We were talking about Carpenter, and uh, and how how <laughs> the movie is is deeper. I think it's something like deeper than Midsummer or something like that. What Are you telling it? me I have to justify my pre-order for the director's cut right now? <laughs> no, That's what I'm saying. Okay. 
one thing I didn't say was deeper than Midsummer, and also it's been a long time. It's also been a long time since I watched Midsummer, so I'll have to look at it again at some point. You should. It's it's fucking great. But I I, yeah, but I don't know. Ari Aster, I just can't get into his movies like everyone else is. I agree. That's overhyped. Yeah. Nah, I don't. But it's really I good. It. It's great, I think but... fantastic. I do appreciate the fact that we went and saw the director's cut. That actually yeah. m- made the movie infinitely better for me, I think. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so today we're talking- Are you guys, uh, real quick, are you excited for what he's doing next? What oh, is he doing yeah. next? It's a four-hour Spaghetti Factory nightmare comedy. That's literally his description. Is it confirmed what? four hours? That is what he said. <laughs> okay, yeah. comedy. Okay. I I better laugh. About it. Anyway. Dude, the uh, the comedy in Midsummer had me fucking cackling, dude. Those they're ladies like, know they're walking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> do, those, do those kids know they're walking stupid? <laughs> there was comedy in Midsummer? Totally oh yeah. Oh yeah, bro. Totally forgot about it. Like when like when uh fucking Christian is is just drank the <laughs> The drug, and the one dude claps. Claps. Goes, why did you do that? <laughs> Which one's Christian? Christian's the boyfriend. Bear man. Um, oh, the guy from Transformers. I, I would huh? never, ever, ever think that. What do you say? No, Jack Rayner. He's in Transformers: Age of Extinction. It's the one with like the cartoons. The one with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, Mark. I think we found a transformer. Yeah, Mark. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So well, we're not talking about Midsummer right now, are we? No, we're talking about Suspiria '77. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie has been on my radar for probably two years now, um, since I've been experimenting with uh, with different, like more obscure styles of of movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is in the style of uh, it's either giallo or giallo, whatever it is. Yeah, Italian horror. Italian horror with uh, um, a focus on um, the, the main thing that like you can see from it is that it's all shot. the The voices are all uh, recorded in English, and no matter what, they are also uh, recorded in post uh, ADR. Yeah. So it's a little goofy to see at first. You're like, what the fuck is going on? But it definitely, definitely takes a little bit to get used to. But once you get used to it, it starts rolling. But also for me, the main thing that stood out as uh, as as uh, uh, camera guy, and, and I'm sure uh, Ryan, you can agree, is that in in giallo films, they have a really big focus on obscure lighting and oh my goodness, yes, colors. So like colors that wouldn't necessarily you would essentially it's unnecessary color which is absolutely perfect to me (laughs) it's full-on surrealism at that point it's this movie is before even saying anything this movie is fucking gorgeous it is yes indeed so beautiful and the first like 10 minutes there's there's we'll get to this we'll get to the scene but there's the opening pretty much the opening scene is I, I think about it when I'm thinking about color. Like that's the that's the shot that comes into my head. Mm-hmm. So um, I think of the whole movie when it comes to. Color. Um, but yeah, yeah, exactly. But I'm uh, I'm very excited to talk about it. But uh, Nick, why don't you give us a? I love that damn. Oh, we get sure. But film. we are. Oh, the short film. oh Jesus, criminy! Oh my God! I Come also on, chose Chase. a short film. I, I also chose a short film. What is wrong with me? 
Um, and that short film is called Invaders. And it's a Thanksgiving horror film. Huh. Hmm. Huh. Huh. Hmm. Who the fuck? Directed by? I didn't read the name. Um, okay. Directed by Jason Kupfer. Written. Kupfer. C-K-U-P-F-E-R. Wow. Mm-hmm. Interesting name. Yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, Invaders, just to give a brief synopsis, it's about two home invaders who blunder their way into disaster, essentially. It goes horribly and comedically wrong for them. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be honest, I wasn't expecting this. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, I hear Invaders, I'm thinking, oh, he picked an alien movie, this is going to be sweet. Nope, this is straight comedy. (laughs) Yeah, I, uh, I, I specifically looked up horror comedy short. I'm I'm not a big horror guy. I definitely like comedy in my horror, just because I think it it soothes the pain a little bit for me. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I wouldn't. I would barely consider this horror. <laughs> oh hell no. Um, but uh, but yeah, yeah. So that's why I chose it. But uh, well, uh, right at the gate when it started, I w- I had to ask myself, who, why, when did they get Victor's car for a film? When did he tell us? Yes. You give your car away for a movie? It's not the same car, but it no, looks it's an old like wagon. It. Mm. it looks like it. I really, I thought this was funny. I'm a big mask guy. Like I love like masks and and shit like that. So um, the thumbnail when I saw the masks, I was like, oh, that's kind of creepy and spooky. I'm gonna I'm gonna click on that, and I was really happy that I did. <laughs> yeah, it was really unexpected, yeah. honestly. Mm. Just where where it goes. Mm-hmm. But I mean, overall, it's it's pretty simple, but. I think it's it's pretty funny. I'm not gonna so. lie. I was weak <laughs> when that dude took the turkey carver out. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> wow. Oh man. I love the I love I'm also a huge fan of like exaggerated blood. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so it's just mm-hmm. a fucking dude pressure washer amount of blood coming out of this dude's face and like spraying all over the other dude oh yeah man. looks like kool-aid it did yeah. kool-aid like, blood, not it was blood. funny at first but when he had to go back for the dude's keys yeah <laughs> and he's just standing there spraying from his face <laughs> i was that was so funny yeah, the f- the fact that he never falls either. He's just standing there. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was weird, but that funny. Spraying all this fucking blood into this this like suburban neighborhood front yard. <laughs> I was kind of hoping the uh, car when he uh, the car just starts going on its own, gets knocked forward. I was hoping it would cause more chaos as it went on. But it, I I was like, wow, that was thought it was going to be the rule of threes, dude. It had to. Oh, yeah, three? I thought it had to be. <clears throat> What, the person dies, the other person dies, and the car dies? Car explodes. I was waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, I actually, I, I've seen that, like, a shot that really surprised me is when he's playing with the knife in the fucking uh, squirrel um, map. <laughs> it, like, it's all slow and, like... I loved that. Like, that was Yeah, I didn't make much sense to me. Neck. Yeah, exactly. I love that. I thought that was that was great. I was confused about it, but I was like, you know what? I don't care. I love that stuff. <laughs> exactly. It's a five minute short. Why not? Just do what you want. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and watch it. I'd say it's a watch. I definitely. Yeah, absolutely. This is a, this is a fun one. I, I, I definitely enjoy. Good absurdist uh, comedy. Yeah. They got their uh, pacing down too. Yeah. 
I wasn't crazy about the masks. Is that weird of me to say? No. It was for the gag. Yeah. The mask added for me when he gets to the door. He's like, "Howdy, pilgrim," and then just stabbed through the face. I was like, "That worked for me." That, that was well, funny. That's when it was. That's when I liked it. <laughs> I uh, I I do wish that the 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 guy on the right. I think his his name in the in the film is Driver. Um, I wish that his mask was just a little bit bigger, but I think it adds to the to the humor the fact that it's definitely too small for his fucking face. Oh yeah, yeah. you can pull on see uh-huh. <laughs> Honestly, the funniest parts for me is when they're in the car in the opening, and it's the scene where they have to get out of the car. You just hear dead silence, and then the raw audio of them thudding around the inside and getting out. That, <laughs> that kind of stuff just makes me laugh for some reason. If the, what if it's the most amateur movie or the most professionally made movie? Just It's simple. It's the simple real-world stuff that yeah. kind of makes me Just He's just sitting there, and then... <laughs> yeah. I have I have the uh, in <laughs> I don't know I don't know why but some uh, for something that like makes me laugh every single time when there's movies where there's like an awkward silence and someone like coughs <laughs> always <laughs> like, like Avatar the Last Airbender does it like almost every episode and it makes me fucking laugh every time like <laughs> like oh yeah and they'll just be like a <clears throat> in the background <laughs> and then fucking kill. It's such an old school gag. And it makes me think of a lot of other old school gags that kind of went with time, unfortunately. Because there was that uh, crickets chirping that still, that's still kind of around on occasion. That was like the original awkward silence breaker. And it yep. was super funny back in the yeah, day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stuff you see on an episode of Rocket Power or SpongeBob just kind of, it's just, it just adds to the the whole style of it i think it's done really effectively when it's used in the context when they write it it's in the sense of this is the audience being uncomfortable so there's silence and then the cough is almost the audience being like like they're the ones that are uncomfortable (laughs) and it's so fucking funny wait wait, guys hold it hold it exactly there you go exactly (laughs) Oh man! But yeah, I definitely, I definitely think this is a check it out. If you, I mean, yeah, sure. Take, it's on, it's on YouTube. Yeah. Look under the Alter channel. Sorry, Chase, for button in there. Oh, good. That's five minutes. Just, just fucking watch it. It's super good. I like it a lot. I give it three stars. Yeah. I'll do that as well. <laughs> three stars. I, I give up. it. Three out of, but we don't know how many he was giving it. I think it could be three out of four. Mm. Three out of five. I'm going to leave it up Look, to man, a hundred's a big number. <laughs> oh, God. I have to do hundreds for my new gig now. Oh, that's another thing that happened to me. I am currently, it looks like I'm writing for another movie reviewing website. Victor gave me a tip off to some guys, and now I'm writing for them, essentially. So, hey, you know, that's hey. awesome. Congrats, dude. That's fucking sweet. Yeah, Hell I got yeah. to see my first screener movie, and that was really cool. Oh, yeah. Was it? Yeah. Uh, it's it's one Ryan would really like. I know that. Oh yeah. So yeah, that's the kind of a sidetrack thing, but it just made me think of that. Oh, man. Well, congrats. That's fucking. That's sweet. I'm. I'm. Yeah, dude. I'm jealous that you're getting an opportunity to do something fun with something that you love. That's. I'm fucking envious, but I'm so happy for you, man. Yeah, man. That's I mean, that. I'm not getting paid, but it's it's still kind of fun. Whatever, man. Whatever. <laughs> no, Taylor, Michael, if you're listening, thank you so much, and. Uh, I really want to see that review posted. If you can 
hurry up, please. I'm really You're excited. Fired. Fired. Yeah, they'll, they'll post it when they post it. You're fired. I'm just really excited, guys. So that's Invaders. Should we move on to the main attraction? I think yeah, so. my t-shirt. Who can guess who's on my t-shirt right now? Uh, Nosferatu. Close. I had that yesterday. Oh! Uh, was it? Is, do you have a Suspiria shirt that I don't know about? No, I have Toshio from The Grudge. Oh. Anyway. I, I still got to see The Grudge. But anyway, here's Suspiria from 1977, directed by Dario Argento. Suspiria <laughs> follows Susan Banyan, a young American dancer fresh off the plane in Germany, to attend a prestigious dance school. Upon her arrival, however, all manner of strange events begin to take place that result in mystery, discomfort, and even murder. Dun, dun, dun. Duh! I love it. That was a good, that was a good description, yeah. man. Good job. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Dario Argento, he's somewhat famous. Actually, no, he's a lot famous in the horror community. He's one of the standout Giallo directors, and this movie is one of his major claims to fame. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. yeah, like like Chase said, I am also in agreement with Chase. This has also been on my radar for a while. I actually had a strange experience when I tried to watch this because I borrowed Ryan's copy a couple years back. And this is when the Amazon Studios remake premiered, and I wanted mm. to watch it before I watched that one. Mm-hmm. But I could not I, – I guess it was the mood I was in, but I just didn't watch it. I didn't feel like watching either of them, mm. so I just gave it back. But then Chase, years later, suggested this, and now we're watching it and talking it here. Yeah, it was like it was fucking Destiny or something. It's like it was Destiny. So Ryan yeah. and I are the only ones who have watched this before. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Well, and, uh, the two newbies. What do you guys think, newbies? Nick's, yeah, Nick. Why don't uh, you Why don't you start off? Okay. Um. Uh, sorry. Excuse me. <sighs> Make sure to spike that. Make sure to spike that. Uh, Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a gassy tummy, fellas. Ew. Uh, <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> Not like that. Gassy uh, tummy. Anyway, Suspiria, 1977. Uh, it's very violent. There's a lot of pretty colors. And it's a very nice, if slow, horror movie. Nice. We're going to have... This is going to be like a fucking 10-minute podcast. Is that it, <laughs> Is that totally all you have Okay, to okay. Say? So uh, I will say, yeah, the color scheme, as we've been talking about earlier. It's a given. It's mm. a given, yeah. The colors, the use... Uh, solid colored lighting all throughout. It really creates a cool atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Like you're in a like you're in a demented coloring book or something. Oh yeah. It's just to name a couple parts I like. So okay, first off, as per usual, we're doing spoilers as mm-hmm. always. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there is an opening kill scene in this movie. Uh lots of great colors on top of it just being really shocking. that's another I think that's one of my my favorite part of this movie. The shock value actually has impact. It's some really good disturbing content. Mm-hmm. Especially that first kill. Is yeah. actually oh, really man. well done, especially it's, you know, really, it's, it's a little, yeah. it's a little messy, but it's still really good in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of, it's sort of like you have a hand coming out of off frame, just stabbing her. It, that it looked like a comedy bit a little bit. <laughs> Reminds me of SpongeBob when he had the big hands, the clean SpongeBob with his suds. Ew! Oh, t- oh my god, that was the fucking uh, that shit is disgusting, <laughs> but I love it. Yeah. Oh man, but yeah, it's classic. Giallo also has a tendency to, to, uh, to heavily lean on murderer with black black gloves. 
really? is a is a big thing as well. From what I, from yeah. what I've oh heard, yeah from what You're I hear, right. I don't. This is the first Yalo film. I just did some research on it. Sure. Um, oh, but what, uh, yeah. What did you think, Chase? What did you think? Um, so I really I. I think the the movie stood out to me more on a visual cinematic standpoint. I think for me with with the, something like Giallo, it's the the dubbing. It just I it just completely took me out. Um, I it took a bit for me to get. I got used to it eventually, but um, it, it was still it was still tough for me to to be engaged because I just it's just so noticeable. I I, I couldn't un I couldn't like shut my brain off on it um but uh uh no i think i think this is this is definitely one of the most like um visually creative uh films that i've ever seen Uh, i think this and something like uh like neon demon um uh, are very are in the same same realm of of like color space at least and i always end up bringing up the fact that uh you know it looks like something i could make and in a in a perfectly in in a non offensive way, it's it's a it's it feels like something that, you know, it, something that's so powerful and strong, and it's so simple from what they're doing. They're just shining a, like a bunch of lights, and it the it, it it just fucking works, and a bunch of gels and and everything, and it's just it's just beautiful. Um, but I. Uh, I, I do think I enjoyed the movie the the deeper in I got. Um, like towards once once everything really starts going to shit, I was super, super in it. I will say that too. It definitely gets better as it goes along because it is a it is quite a slow burn uh, at the start. A lot of great horror films are slow, but they're not terribly slow, I find. This one was noticeably slow in points. But does slow Up until... always equal boring or in this case? No, doesn't. it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It's but in just this a different, case, in this case, it was just a different style of movie that you learn to adapt to as you watch it, and if you stick with it, it's quite rewarding. Yeah, yeah. I definitely, I definitely wouldn't go as far as saying that it is boring. It's just uh, for my for my dumb gooey goblin brain, uh, it's a little, it's a little hard for me to 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 like sit down and watch it. I definitely, this isn't one of those where I want to watch it again. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely want to give this another shot. I liked it. I enjoyed it a lot. Like, uh, visually that helps me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, I want to, uh, to get the full effect of everything. I want to, I want to watch it again. I want to watch it like complete darkness. Like I watched this right before I was going to work. So it's wow. like, you know, I want to do it. Like maybe coming home from work, I had a long day and I'm just like, fuck it. I'm just going to sit and watch this movie. Yeah. That's what I did with uh, Carnival of Souls, and it was I felt like the the experience was better because I just kind of shut everything off. Like I wasn't really on my phone. I wasn't, you know. Plus, you're thinking um, about work the entire time. Yeah, exactly. Right, and so I'm just like, oh fuck, I gotta go into work. I have a whole, you know, I gotta close at work. I gotta, you know, all this shit. So it was, it's, it, yeah, yeah. I'm, I don't I'm know. curious how you'll feel about the remake because you haven't seen that, right? I have not seen the remake. No, I I uh, I want to for sure. I'm really I curious saw, what you think about it. Okay. Mm. Uh, just, I I saw some of the remake, but I don't remember a lot of it. Mm. I saw all of it, and I will never forget the director's opinion on the remake. Okay, what do you mean? The director hates the remake. Oh, wow. like uh, like Argento? Argento? 
Yeah, he oh. says he is completely against the movie. Oh, yeah, well, that makes sense. It's, it's completely different. I mean, maybe the same plot and everything, but visually it's not the same movie at all. Yeah, he says it Plus, takes the soul away from the movie by doing that. It's one of those remakes, huh? Plus it's like yeah. an hour longer than it really should be. I remember sitting there yeah. with Ryan and I was just like, holy crap, could this be any longer of a movie? <laughs> Dude, I thought we were coming to a close, and I look at the time. I'm like, this is like 30 minutes into it. Yep. <laughs> Jeez. So you mentioned goblins. Uh, I've also forgot. That's my. You mentioned goblins earlier. That's one of my. Ghouls. That's my other favorite part of the movie. This the soundtrack by Goblin. Oh yeah, I actually i <laughs> I did mention Goblin Brain, but that was not at all connected to this. But I I absolutely wow. want to talk about the soundtrack as well. Well, I'm gonna use it anyway. Segway. Yeah, <laughs> Goblin. Is a Goblin's an experimental rock group from the 70s. They contributed to the soundtrack to the original Dawn of the Dead and other movies like Contamination and Hell of the Living Dead. No relation to Romero's work, but the, yeah, their music here is incredible. A lot of great mm-hmm. themes, very overbearing and scary in that aspect. It's so cool. It makes for a great listen. Yeah, it's got a funky little fucking guitar riff to it too. Yeah, that was that's what I was noticing too. I was like, okay, shit. Yeah, this thing kind of fucking goes, you know. Yeah, it's it's funky, but it's not distracting funky. That's that's kind of the problems with when seventies horror movies when they decide to do kind of funk, infuse some funk in their soundtracks, it becomes distracting and it dates the movie quicker. Yeah, but this one was the right kind of funk. It had the funk. And it wasn't like funky funk. It was just like a bass line in there that, but that could have sounded really like too funky. But for some reason, it didn't. It actually added a bit of like eeriness to the entire score. Yeah, I agree. It's a yeah, fine line. Ma- it it rode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the main theme is very chilling. Kind of much, kind of in the same way the Exorcist theme is the Tubular Bells track. Mm-hmm. Uh, I it, and it does have that. It has that. It has that whimsy to it, too, because dance school, innocence of our character and all that jazz. It works. It really works. Two other boys, the boys, the the other the the squad. What do you guys think? We got we got our say. What do you, after watching this again? How do you how do you guys feel about it? Man, I like the visuals. I you could name anything and I guarantee I do not like it. <laughs> anything. <laughs> Ow, name, okay. I don't want to be a downer. I feel like that's I'm like the Simon Cowell of this podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, dude, nothing in this war- movie beyond the lighting works for me. Nothing. Uh, you have a history of not fully getting into Argento. Am I right? So listen, I want to like Argento. I've watched Inferno. I've watched uh, Deep Red. I've watched Opera. I watched this. Hate all of them. <laughs> what about what about this movie can you not get into? So the title of one of my Argento reviews back in the day was I don't think I'm an, I'm an Argento fan. And another one was women are afraid of everything and walk the movie. Hmm. And I, I just that's yeah, I just the women are worthless in his movies. Like I see when that woman falls in that room, this arbitrary barbed wire room. Oh, one. Yeah. yeah. Hello. Weird. And then that she's like, weird. dude. Oh my goodness. Just watch them attempt to fight off anyone attacking them. I yeah. was yeah. laughing. I was like, excuse me. Hello. Yeah. I guess when I think in that sense, the one scene that comes to mind is 
towards the end when Jessica Harper's character was discovering the real intent behind the school. By the way, she does a fine job, I think. I mean, yeah, the dubbing is a little distracting, but you could still see a lot of them are putting in some effort. I, bro, bro, I, just... I think I think there's too much effort. I'm gonna be honest. I this is this is not with the dubbing, with the acting. This is oh, another okay. thing that I I brought oh, up man. with uh, with um, Carnival of Souls is that we're at a moment in in time uh, in this time frame where we're kind of getting rid of that that overacting aspect of it. So there's still kind yes. of like that middle ground of okay, maybe someone's not overacting, but they're not underacting like like. I, I feel I feel currently nowadays people are like definitely underacting with like less emotion and shit. Oh yeah. Um yeah. but uh <laughs> wait, so they're overacting. Well, they're not overacting, but they're not underacting, so they're just acting. They're just acting, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um no, I like there's a like when she's talking about like her headache or something like that and she's walking Dude. And she's like, dude, oh my god, she's like all floating and shit. Like, uh, uh I I'm thought like, she was gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> like, she just has a fucking headache. Like, like, not only that, the uh okay, and in terms of overacting, I don't think it's necessarily overacting as much as it's which I agree with you, it's overacting, but I think in this case it's due to not so much overacting as much as it is theater training. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's, I was trying to figure out where it come from, where it comes from. Yeah. I originally thought it was from silent films, which it could absolutely Not carry true. over from because you got to be more expression. You got to be more expressive because there's no dialogue. So you got to mm -hmm. be able to visually show. And that also probably carries over from theater. Um, Definitely. But that's, I, I was trying to figure out what it was. So I appreciate that theater. That is absolutely correct. Yeah. The only problem is the dub doesn't work either in my opinion, because one, it is, for both of us it sounds like it's excruciatingly distracting yeah and yeah. two well i think this falls more on the writing the scene where there's someone sleeping in the big open room with them yeah and she's trying to sell that there's someone sleeping in the room after they were told someone was going to sleep in the room with them i was like wait well it wasn't just anyone it was the directress but they talked about that she was going that like the teachers were going to be in the main room, and I'm like, not okay. the directress though, because that was Did the they say sound. Because that was but the then... sound that she was hearing. She was like, I've heard the sound before. I think it's the directress snoring. I've heard the snore before. <laughs> well, she explains <laughs> that it had a certain sound, like that she had heard previously. Okay. So why yeah. is that scary though? Well, because she's get... like a head figure of the entire academy. So like she has some sort of great she's feared among the students. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess it's more of an a it's it's more of like an intimidation fear and less of like a fear for your life type thing. Right. It's like a, it's like when it sounded like she thought they were going to all be butchered in their yeah, sleep. I, I that's what it did that's, come that's, up that's, as, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, in any case, I thought Okay, the acting is overdoing it some, but I don't mind it so much. Maybe it's because I had a childhood of Godzilla movies, and I can learn to read the real performance on people's faces. And I've been brushing up on my Italian horror, so I'm trying to give it a little bit of a uh, pass sort of thing, because what are you going to do? But uh, Jessica Harper, at least, I thought she was pretty good, even though it probably isn't her real voice being used. She's done good before. She was in... Phantom of the Paradise, and she was later in Minority Reports. Not a big actress, but, you know, she's fine. But the point I was trying to make, the point I was trying to make was, towards the end, the women, I think we were talking about the useless women or whatever, uh, towards the end, uh, she's skulking the hallways, 
and so on. And then she has to escape after this big event is going down. Some her her uh, her blocking or where she what she had to do when all that was going down. It's it was it was kind of weird. It was kind of funky looking. She was kind of holding up her arms, covering her head, sort of, and running from A to B. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was a little rigid. It was a little rigid looking. Yeah, yeah. I much think in the, much in the way Sarah Sarah the other character was. Fell into the barbed wire pit. I don't even think that was barbed wire. I think that was piano wire. Yeah, it looked too thick to be piano wire. I I immediately thought it was barbed wire as well. Okay, yeah, I thought it too, but then I thought, okay, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. It's piano wire because they had a piano in the school. But so yeah, the women the women are kind of awkward in this. So like even okay, I don't want to just like drive this nail into the coffin but like even if it's a room for like piano equipment they're literally just putting it loose in piles that is true yeah i don't think it's it's a piano wire i like i I like their purpose probably yeah i so my my thing is i don't think that it's there i i genuinely do not think it was there to serve a like actual purpose i think it was a just a visual thing um i mean because it's like I don't think that it's a, it's probably metaphoric. Um, but I mean, fuck if we know, like, you know, so I, yeah. I have, I have no idea, but I, I don't think that it's there for like a, like a, this is where we keep the piano wire and this is where we keep the barbed wire, you know? <laughs> oh, you went in the wrong room again. Oh, not the barbed it's wire such, a, it's such a strange kill too, because she looks down too. Like mm-hmm. Before she jumps, it's like, didn't you see that there? Yeah. Or, or maybe she thought that she was like, she was really confident that she'd make the well, jump, but like she, part yeah, of me was like, hey, it's witches, like maybe she was didn't see it because a witch, some spell was on her. But then I thought about that and I went in a deeper hole and I'm like, what about this movie says witch or hints to <laughs> there being witches other than the song going witch at the very witch. end of the film <laughs> or. At the exposition dump with Udo Kyer and the older guy. By the way, Udo Kyer, I was I'm shocked to see how young he was in his youth. There's those old actors you see, you're just kind of shocked when you see their younger selves. Udo Kyer kind of did it for me, and uh, yeah, he was dubbed. But again, I'm trying to see a performance going on there, and also it's just kind of nice to see a veteran horror actor in his prime when he's early in the business. It's kind of like if you saw. Robert England or Sid Haig early in their career, that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Sid's super cool. Yeah, Udo Kier. And what were you saying, Victor, about uh, earlier in the movie they talk about witches? Well, because you said, were you saying that they don't talk about witches up until that point or at all? There is nothing witchy or hinting or spells or like sage or nothing. Well, there might I, not be like any sort of material items, but there's the scene where she gets the headache from the glass. That's clearly they have there's intention behind that move. Uh, the that lady and the kid walking up to the dog. There is something happening there. Um, but this, like that doesn't necessarily like that's not specifically witch related. That can just be like bad intent related. There's nothing in here that says like witch like in terms of like things witches do or did or would do. I. Yeah. Well, yeah, like I, if, I, if I, I may, can... yeah, yeah, go ahead, Nick. Uh, I will say, I will also say that's kind of one of my other. I don't know if it, 
this might be more than a nitpick, but I like to, I'm just going to call it that the horror and the story feel kind of like two separate entities in this movie. Cause a lot of the movie, a lot of the movies you're watching, um, Susan, you're watching Susan go through the dance school and she's going, occasionally something weird will happen to her. But, uh, yeah, it's like Ryan said, it doesn't let on. There's any witchcraft going on until much later in the film. So you don't get too many hints going on throughout and maybe chase is onto something maybe it's a little more metaphorical than uh, i don't think it needs to be taken so literally i think that there's yeah, a, yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. bit of like mystery and like you know when the dog kills his own owner after not like for like no reason there's like all these little mm-hmm. things that that imply that something is supernatural is happening but yeah there's no like sage or witchcraft or anything but sure i don't think there yeah. needs to be in order to prove the so the whatever. I would say it is a detriment because the build up to the dog killing his owner is like eight minutes of the camera looking at empty buildings. With I do music. like that scene though, but that's uh-huh. just I do not. It took forever. Yeah, you know I, what? I thought this was gonna be a vampire movie. See, there's nothing that says like which outside of like the song. Like metaphorically, you can find like okay, that's. A spell, but it literally could be from any type of spell casting. Well, yeah, at the very yeah. end of the film, where she sees him in the room, she's clearly like, you know, um, speaking to what was her name, Helena, or like speaking to like performing a spell. Of yeah, I mean, also the bitch was invisible. Like, yeah, fucking <laughs> invisible. So like, whether like whether she put a spell on herself or she put a spell on 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 fucking Susan. Whatever, no matter effect, what, this, by the way, yeah, that was actually super cool. It was, yeah, uh, yeah. The the effects work in this movie is really neat. The practical makeup and all the other special effects, not pretty, really well done. Lots of blood, cool makeup designs. I like especially when Sarah comes out as the vessel for the witch, and she's all out of the up. like closet. Yeah, comes that out. Was of that was dope. That was that was dope. And then that opening kill where the one girl gets hanged, and then the hotel owner gets impaled by the debris from the glass. Yeah. The hanging was a cool set piece. That was absolutely, absolutely. Cool set piece. Uh, oh, can we we got to talk about the blood in this movie. We got right red. We gotta talk about it. They're using fucking paint. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how they did it. That's how the Italians did it. Also interesting, you were back in the day some movies you were not allowed to use a deep red for blood. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Because it was kind of supposed to look. Uh, I mean, I know there was like in the in the fifties and stuff. There was like that that code that was put out that you can't show like violence. Yeah, they couldn't use blood. Yeah. So I wonder if it did did that carry over or? I believe that's part of the thing. Even in all countries, though, because this was imported to America, and I think they knew that beforehand. Oh, okay, that makes sense. No, I watched Lucio, Ful- Lucio Fulci's Zombie, which is one of my favorite zombie movies ever, and probably my favorite Italian horror movie. Uh, lots of blood in that. It looked paint. It looked like paint, but it, it worked. I think it worked, giving it a style, at least. Word, and- word. Yeah, it would be... It, it definitely would It would make sense. Like, well, the thing is, this came out in the 70s, so, like, they stopped doing, like, really giving a shit about that in, like, the late 60s, though, I thought, right? Or or when when was the... I, what was the... Act? There was, like, an act. There was, like, something... The blank You know act. what? You know what? In the late 60s, the MPAA formed, finally. The uh, the ratings finally came into... Yes, because of, 
because of the act was lifted or something. I don't remember. I need to figure out the fucking act. Sure, called, but, but you had yeah. movies. I'm I'm sorry, man. You're all good, man. Go for it. Go for it. I'm, I'm yeah. Tally me later, boys. Um, there were movies coming out like Bonnie and Clyde and Night of the Living Dead that were really pushing, uh, what the public was really pushing, what content could be put in movies and what audiences were going to see them. So they had to implement these ratings now and really class classify them under certain categories so we can keep out certain uh, minorities or keep out certain uh, focus groups mm. so they don't traumatize them. You know, it's like if you yeah. took your eight-year-old to go see Frankenstein or something. It's terrible. Can't do that. That's just bad parenting. Let's be real. I don't. Th- I, yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. Well, you get what I'm saying, though. Yeah, I mean, if shit, if your kid can't if your kid can't handle Frankenstein, then you should not be mad at the filmmakers for making it. I'm Listen, saying. if my child is not going to appreciate Lars von Trier, I don't want him in the first place. Fuck, dude, yeah, that isn't, you're the bad parent. I'm looking at Antichrist right now. Oh really? I'm literally, Ryan. I'm literally looking oh, really? at really? Ryan, I beg you, don't be that bad parent. We'll please. save that conversation for another time. Oh, fine, fine, fine. Yeah, okay, I'm, what I'm, are we talking about? The blood. The blood. The blood. Good blood. Good blood. Good blood. Reminds me of Dawn of the Dead. You know what? Actually, there is kind of there is kind of a good connection there because George Romero and Dario Argento were close collaborators and friends in their day, and I think Argento helped develop Dawn of the Dead with Romero. I think Romero watched this movie, was really impressed, and then they got together and said, "Hey, let's let's get to a project," and then they eventually came up with. Dawn of the Dead, and Argento helped him get distribution rights in Italy and so forth. I thought Dawn of the... When the fuck did... Wait. 78. Or I, thought there was a, I thought there was a... Wasn't there a black and white movie that was Dawn of the... Like, Night of the, Night of the Living, Living Dead. Dead. Okay, okay. I was like, wait, what? That doesn't make any fucking sense. Is this the one where the zombies are fucking running? Is no. Is this the first one, or is that um, 28 the, Days Later? That was well, the remake of Dawn of the Dead, they run, but Dawn of the Dead is the sequel where the, the characters are in a shopping mall. Oh, okay, yep, yep, yep. And the fucking zombie baby. We've had this conversation. Yeah, yeah. that's the remake, though. The original was different from the remake. So to, to bring us back on track, I don't like the music in this at all. No? <laughs> Aw. Not even a little bit. Not, not even, like, a tiny bit? Not even a little bit. When I first heard it, I almost winced. I was like, this is not for me. Oh, the instrumentals? Nah, no bueno. What? Huh. It's all instrumentals. The well, I know, but like, score. I guess. Well, I don't know what part of the score, like all of it, then. Because I thought yeah, I remember when you first saw it, it was like you're not a fan of the vocal work in it or whatever. That was nah. I don't like just all the, of like, it then. Yeah. I didn't hear any vocals, just the witch parts. There was a bit of. Yeah, chanting. I didn't appreciate that either. Yeah. No, I I dug it. I like Goblin's work. In an, in any movie, I I find whenever Goblin does the soundtrack for a movie, it makes most any movie better. Okay, that's a good point to raise. What would a lot of the scenes be without that music specifically? I don't think it would be quite the same. It wouldn't drive home the tri- the trippy nature of it all. Exactly, it would just be a woman walking through a hallway for eight minutes. That's really like colorful hallways. That's very true. That's the unfortunate thing. Like every horror film is just people walking and getting scared. Yeah. Like, let's be real. Like that's, most, that's why I, most ninety percent of mainstream That's why films. some other movies can do it really well. They know how to initiate the threat. This movie doesn't know how to do that. Well, I yeah. think. Well, I, I don't think, think that's the, that was the focus. 
I don't know. This yeah. is my first Giallo, but I don't think the main focus was like inventing horror structure and whatnot. I feel I like the, the the sorry, go ahead, Vic. No, 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 go, go. you're good. Um, I was gonna say I feel like the uh, the the I don't know if if it, Ryan, it sounds like you've seen you've seen quite a few um, Giallo. Yep. Um, I, it seems like that story is almost second. It's mostly big time. Um, it's it's all it's almost experimental, uh, uh, surreal visuals, and that's the main the main contributor to the to the film. It sounds like the people that really love this movie are, or like you know the the people who uh, the people that tend to really love this movie are mostly like cinematographers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't I can't imagine a writer being like, wow, yeah, it's just a fucking piece of art you know what i mean yeah absolutely because the um the best thing i can say is when i was watching i don't remember which one it might be opera but one of his others there's a scene where a woman is being chased and stabbed to death and there's surf rock playing and i was just like i'm done bro this is it like like beach boys like it would be goblins doing the music, but it's like na 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 na, and I'm like, "Are you dead serious?" Oh man! They build the tension. He raises the knife, and as the woman's <laughs> face fills with fear, and the camera zooms in on her face, na 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 na. I was like, "Oh, this is terrible. I hate it." And like, that's subjective, meaning. He is an auteur for sure. This is his vision 100%. And what he does does not jive with me at all. Like, yeah. well, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it is not for not me for in any way. Yeah. I think hearing just surf rock music or the term surf rock music over stabbing scene, that wouldn't gel with me either. And I like God. Nah. And this is after <laughs> watching her like clumsily running like a circle in a figure eight as he's being as he's chasing her and i'm like dude this is like honestly the way it was written i know it's written for like slasher movie but it was written in the same way that comedy is written in the structure and it was super funny by the time the surf rock it it was like the punchline and i was gone that's so funny the way they structured that scene it's hysterical. <laughs> Sweet. Did you ever, did you ever see Fargo, Ryan? Uh, no, actually, I've got oh. it on my list. Okay, there's there's a part with a shower curtain that was really that's really funny. <laughs> I was wondering if it was on the same level of comedy as that part. Yeah. Yeah, you guys should watch. Um, I think it's opera. I think it's opera. There's one where it ends. I won't spoil anything, but the movie ends and there's there's like some characters in the Alps, and I was tears ran down my face i laughed so hard because i couldn't believe it <laughs> All right, opera would you say that's the that's the one you least hate out of the ones you've I don't seen? know i really hate all of them <laughs> like, <laughs> these are just not for me you guys okay you know you know what's peculiar to me so there's the part where jessica harper's character is meeting with udo kyer when she wants to know more about the witches uh, they're at this kind of banquet scene with a lot of el- elderly scientists, folks, and whatnot. Kyer calls over one of his colleagues because he knows more information. There's a cutaway shot. The camera is on the top of a skyscraper, and it's pointing down at the scene. I have to wonder, someone had to run up to the top of that building in the middle of the <laughs> shoot just to get 
a shot that lasts less than a second over a very rudimentary task is walking to the, to where the characters are. <laughs> you couldn't have got that from the ground floor or the balcony. Yeah, ex- exactly. A fucking balcony. Exactly. The third floor maximum? You had to go to the fucking rooftops? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about Suspiria? Yeah. You just described a shot that's in deep red. <laughs> <laughs> they do it there, too? Oh, man. What, what's up his head? What's up his head with these directing choices? I... Oh jeez. Oh, well, geez. I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with Can I get an odd jeez? Ah jeez. Oh, what else? I like. There's there's some good set pieces. The movie does know how to build set pieces. I think again, the kill scenes and that whole finale, which I think, by the way, was kind of a rushed ending. You mm-hmm. think? It felt it felt really fast. Oh yeah, not earned either. All movies from from this like period of like twenty years, all the scenes are super quick. No, if no, that's no, not no, what no. you're talking about, though, I don't no, think. No, no. Well, no, I I would disagree with that. There's no, <laughs> I absolutely know you would disagree with it, but that's okay. But I, not just me. I think a lot of people would. But okay, it's yeah, your opinion. yeah anyway, it is. <laughs> it's fast though. She discovers what's going on. She sets it all off, and then crumbles. In the credits. Bam. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. That's, that's pretty much that's pretty much the 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 end of Aliens as well. No, 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 no. That, that, me... that, that took its time though. <laughs> okay, sorry. I don't, don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> so the ending of these movies are so fast. It makes you think of that uh, meme where it like goes to to be continued, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like she raises the knife, stabs the invisible woman, and then just to be continued in the credits. Dun, it's dun, so dun, fast. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> It does. It, it is really. It is extraordinarily quick. Victor, can you put in yes in the uh, edit of this video? We're already just getting demonetized. randomly in here, or what? Yeah, just, just someone kind saying of yes. Highlight the point. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Yep. Well, Victor, what the fuck do you think about this? Holy cow! Finally. Oh God! Um, I'm sorry, man. It's. Uh, I really like this film a lot. I I I'm, I feel pretty lucky that none of the things that you guys have a problem with get to me, because I don't know. There's just there's certain things in it that yeah are pretty hammy and not completely well done. But I think overall as as a as a altogether, I find a lot of enjoyment out of it. Even though like by the end, I'm so underwhelmed. <laughs> mm. Like I've never liked a film this much and been so underwhelmed by an ending. I don't think. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Why were you underwhelmed? Because it ends so quick. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's like it's a pretty cool clim- climatic uh, ending. I-, I do love what goes on, but but I was just like, I already knew it was happening, but I- still, I was just like, there kind of have been like a, I don't know, like sure the climax was cool, but <laughs> I gotta, I kind of want, I kind of want more after that. But like, here's the thing: I didn't even realize it until you're like, "It's so fast," and I'm like, "It was fast." And I thought about it, and then I remember that antagonizing voice, just threatening the the main character for like three and a half minutes. Just, ah, ha, 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 you're gonna <laughs> die, <laughs> and just laughs maniacally forever. It wasn't that long. She doesn't make we a just move. get to it. It it seemed it seemed long, but it 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 definitely uh I, I do agree that the ending just fucking it's just it stab, 
boom, building burnt, done. You know, <laughs> but, every, <laughs> but everything before that, though, I, I find to be pretty. Um, I'm pretty into it. Just all the scenes where characters are just wondering, like, what the hell is going on. Like that one scene specifically where uh, Sarah goes into um, Susie's room while she's like having a really hard time staying awake, but she's like listening. Sarah's listening to the footsteps down below them and like oh, wondering yeah, yeah. the direction of mm -hmm. where they're going. <clears throat> but like, there's just such like a quiet bit of like intensity there. Like I'm not on the edge of my seat or anything, but yeah. I'm like, I, I feel what they're feeling. I'm just like, what the heck's, what are they doing right now? Yeah. Um, the scene where they're Why? all sitting. Yeah. What? Why does that intrigue you? Because I'm also like, who's, down there what are they doing it's you know really late at night it adds to the bit of like just the overall intrigue i guess because yeah, yeah. you're engaged with the storyline is what you're right saying. and also too i like was the, not then yeah well mm. i don't know there's just certain scenes where they kept <laughs> implying something different with like something a bit more sinister was going on and mm. i thought they were really well done there i don't know a... overall i was pretty i was i was into it again nice. yeah i um my i that scene you're talking about i think that was probably my favorite scene in the movie which one um the scene where where uh sarah, uh, sarah is is trying to like <laughs> she's like fucking shaking Susan <laughs> pretty much. and then who's like in a coma exactly she's like airplane oh, you know <laughs> exactly exactly like airplane <laughs> the fucking line outside you know but um, no, I, I I agree. I think that was I think that was in my opinion. I, that was my favorite scene of the movie. There is a there is a great lighting switch in that scene. I really liked. Yes. Yeah, I was, I, yeah, I was just about to say that. Yeah, the 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 lighting change from like the green back into the red. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Or not? It wasn't red. It was it was green and then it was red into green and then back again. It was going. Yeah. To the practicals and then the subjective lighting and then yeah yeah and then it got the and then the little the little fuck i don't know what the top of the door is called that little fucking the little glass part of the door like lights up and then you yeah. know um yeah it's a window but it's, it doesn't it's, it's gotta have a fucking name right I get it probably saying. does let's just call it a window yeah okay the window yeah but um that scene uh uh she's she's very panicked and i was like i i also agree i was like oh shit something's about to go mm -hmm. down Mm -hmm. And indeed, something did go down. She went down into the fucking. Uh, she opened the wrong door, and and she was meaning to get to the piano wire door, but she actually hit the fucking barbed wire door. Oh no! Whoops! Classic mistake. But um, no, pie in the face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I one thing I did want to bring up is that I, I I can buy the sense of that it's you don't necessarily need contemporary motifs of of a of a of a witch i guess i guess i'm i i don't i don't necessarily agree with you ryan on the fact that there's nothing that's like outright witchy um mm -hmm. but because also we don't you know in in i guess this is german in germany but it's it's italian um we don't know you know their their italian witches could be something totally different than you know north american witches here's uh, the thing Go for it. I am I am petty, and okay. the first time I watched this movie, I literally looked that up. Oh, see? and there is nothing in this film. <laughs> you fucked me, right? That is you an Italian me. witch. There you is nothing. I, I could have absolutely, so absolutely had the the you know ignorance is bliss thing. <laughs> no, you. But can't. I think at the same time, why try to solve it? You know, like it's it's a witch yeah. is in a movie. Yeah, I. I yeah, I also I I would agree with that as well. Yeah, 
Get it's just because I don't like it. I'm just not a. I mean, that makes that makes sense. You can't stop hate. Yeah. Like the uh, what is it? The footstep scene. I get it, but in my head, I'm like, dude, it's maintenance. Relax. Why does it matter if he went right instead of left? That does not build suspense in writing. Oh my god. This is just cinema sins. I'm looking yeah. at it as a writer, and the okay, writing so drives me up a wall. That's yeah, true. So, so you're so you're you're at a you're so at this point in time in the movie you're so uninterested that you're now breaking it down on like a <laughs> on like a logical level. You're like, oh, it's just a fucking like movie. I went from destroying it, watching it because it lost my attention so many times. It got to the point where I was destroying it on a metal level. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> It's like a horror. It's like a. It's like wow. a slasher film. Being like, I was bully. like, I mean, I was bully. like, the pacing of the movie, the way it's written, it's structured in a way where there is a lull and then an event, and then a lull and an event, and that is the yeah. entire writing. There is no, uh, there's no arc or there's no continuous thing. There's just event, lull, event, lull, and it's just this like waving ocean for like an hour and however long the movie is yeah but i mean you could go as far as to say that that, that all horror films are like that though like in, in written horror films or in any film yeah, has that's, that's what i was thinking, yeah a arc and a plummet for the main character yeah. and there's i think there's three main points that happen in a movie yeah like of, a rising come to action type shit yes and um, this has none of it but, yeah, I, I, I mean, I think she would have to come to action where she has to, has to fight back essentially. But I think it's just because it's a, it's more of a self defense thing. But I don't. Yeah, like it totally does by the end. It's just using that point at the end of the movie with none others is just too late at that point for me. It's just I've checked out completely. Okay. Yeah. I guess. I guess that makes sense. I will say in hindsight, at the very end, she makes it out of the school and the building's on fire. The way she walks away toward camera and she smiles, I feel like that was semi too casual. I feel like that was too casual. Well, it really smile. underplays everything. Mm -hmm. It's like, it yeah, another one almost, down. Let's it almost looked like a fucking mistake. It almost looked like she was like <laughs> laughing at someone on set, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like it, it tell that dude to put his pants back on. We got yeah. one chance at this shot. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. The Although, <laughs> if they were gonna end it with her walking out in general, I would have rather I would like how it is. I would have rather had um I wouldn't have had her like just like run out screaming. I think the way she just walks out just thanking, like just so thankful she's out is would be way better than like just running out screaming. Yeah, and then Texas it ends. chainsaw style. Oh no! Well, she she runs out in Texas Chainsaw. She runs out screaming. Don't but, spoil it. Oh, you haven't seen it. That's right. That's right. Sorry, my bad. My bad. My <laughs> it's bad. Okay, it's okay. Um, yeah. It, please, 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 fucking watch that victim. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we watched it recently, and my my roommate was like, "Actually, she's like that was probably the fucking scariest movie I've ever seen." Yeah. Now it's, you know she runs. It's like terrifying. It's terrifying. But um, yeah. this this the ending of this movie just felt very uh, fucking I don't know. I don't even know how to describe. It. I think the only thing is rushed is that I think that's the best way to describe it for me for how I'm feeling with it. Um cuz but also the movie doesn't feel rushed. The movie feels like it doesn't have the movie feels like it has all the time in the world. Like cuz mm -hmm. it doesn't really like there's no 
I mean, it's, it's fucking weird. It's hard to describe because the movie starts off and it's really obviously spooky. And, you know, we see uh, Susan in the, in the taxi and there's the, the main chick that's losing her mind, just sprinting in the woods while it's raining. And she's in like a nightgown and shit, mm-hmm. um, which is a cool, uh, I really liked the, that shot of, of her running with the, uh, with the trees and shit. I thought yeah. that was cool. Uh, the the pacing feels like it, it starts off like it really wants you to be like oh wow this is this is gripping and then it kind of goes like like uh like Ryan was saying kind of into this lull until until it doesn't describe a movie with another movie's title crawl yeah exactly it slows to a crawl slow to a crawl but I'd rather watch that crawl's awesome. Is that the crawl? Is the is that the, yeah. the Sam Raimi one? Yeah, the alligator one. Nice. Uh, yeah, Ryan will tell you. Ryan, Bruh. <laughs> I just watched that again. I am just gonna accept my place in this podcast. I didn't like it as much as I did the first time. <laughs> no! This podcast kills movies for me. That's all this. God that's all it does, dude. It. I would be ter- I would. I would be so. I'm glad. I, I don't want to talk about Blade Runner. I don't want to talk about Blade Runner. Oh, wait, wait. There might Blade be hope Runner yet. So there, there might be hope yet. If we retire this podcast, maybe you'll like the Terminator. Maybe. Oh, no, it's, maybe. it's not. Oh, you're talking. Yeah, yeah. Um, All yeah. of you. <laughs> well, Vic, do you have any like like final closing closing words at all about about it? Like how you um, overall feeling like the ending and and stuff like that. Well, I I agree. Yeah, that, that the ending's rushed and. Um... I don't know. I I guess that's just like you either you like it or you don't, mm-hmm. and that's that. But well, that's like my only like real, the only real thing that I'm underwhelmed about. I just think like it really draws me in on an atmospheric level. Yeah. Um, and not just like the lighting and whatnot, but also the situations and just the just the mystery. I guess like who who's killing these women. Why are these just, you know, the various things that happen in the film, why are they happening? And I just, um, even though it is pretty corny at times, I don't know, for some reason, it still manages to come off as creepy for me. Um, And like with the music too, I've never listened to a Goblin album before, but that also somehow works. It just, it has that bit of whimsy, like you said, Nick, at one point. Yeah. Um, Which, I I don't know, it, it just works for me so i don't know i I don't got too much else to say i think you would like goblin if you listen to him more victor i think they're your kind of band interesting okay yeah i i personally i i kind of dug the music but i i can understand someone not digging the music totally but um for me personally i think i i i think i was in i Mm -hmm. i thought the riff the riffs were like it, it felt newer than than you know yeah late 70s it felt it felt almost like late 80s kind of kind of vibe to it 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 felt the uh uh wow you know they make 1977 sound like 1987 (laughs) exactly exactly trend setting trend setting the goblin setting um but yeah it it felt kind of uh like fuck dude It, it felt like like european uh, like rock, uh, fucking techno rock, which is, I guess, kind of what it is. So yeah, I I kind of I kind of like 
I kind of like that a little bit. Um, oh, wait, never, I guess uh, foreign type. I'm an avid rock and roll listener. By the way, late tribute, late tribute here, Eddie Van Halen gone way too soon. Uh, I'm an avid rock and roll listener, and anytime I listen to any kind of foreign type of rock and roll or international rock and roll or rock type of rock music, it is interesting. When it, it is interesting when it comes around, you could see, you could see, um, I guess the identifying markers of what you like in it. But it just has kind of a zest to it, just a little bit, you know, that Italian hand motion sort of thing. Just sort of, it has the sauce kind of thing. I'm not making any sense. Uh, basically, yeah, international forms of rock music have a certain quality to them that is different. But if you're into it, you're into it. It's it's neat sounding. Ryan, final thoughts. Uh, final thoughts. I'll read a one of my closings to my review for Opera because it fits for this as well. I said, and quote, I want to like Argento's work. I respect what he does, and there are always a few excellent shots with some experimental bits in his movies. However, I can never get into them. Forced writing being poorly delivered by inconsistent direction with tone obliterating music does not work for me. Hmm. What rating did you give Opera? I gave Opera one and a half. Jesus! Wow. <laughs> Jesus! Yeah, if you guys want to... Gonna... You guys are going to have to watch Opera. That's the goofy one. Would you give one and a half to Suspiria, Ryan? I'd probably give it a... I Okay, I can't go in the middle. Between two and a half and three. Can I do that? Yeah, like two and, sure. two and, two and three quarters. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do that. Seven five. What do you want, Victor? What are you giving it? Um, I'm gonna <laughs> give it the give it the four. Mm. I I just think this is a great horror film, and <laughs> while it's not like overly scary or really scary at all, mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just kind of an atmosphere guy. So I could care less if about some of the flaws, as long as the film, I I, I feel what it's what it's delivering. I can read its mail, you know what I mean? Read its read its mail. <laughs> then um yeah, I, I, I have a lot better time dealing with the negatives. So sure. I like it a lot, even though the ending's really rushed. Yeah. I will say though, you should not read other people's mail. I think that's a federal crime in some states. Oh, I'll do it. I'll do it. No, 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 no. no. Oh, no. Don't do that. Chase, what's your rating? Uh I'm I'm gonna go ahead and give it a three. Um <laughs> I uh uh, I, I agree with with uh, Victor in the sense of it's a very atmospheric film and I don't and I think breaking it down on a writing level, which makes sense. It's it's a film and you know writing is into it. I feel like that's that's not necessarily 100% fair. That being said, there is a like the campiness of it. it it's some of the campiness is just too much for me. Yeah. Um, and the uh, the the dubbing is is. Uh, it's just, it's also just not for me. I couldn't, I couldn't see past it. Um, But that being said, the visuals are stunning. Movie is beautiful. Uh, I liked, I liked, I enjoyed the, the, the soundtrack. Um, And uh, yeah. And I, 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 I'm a big fan of blood. So I liked the fake blood and how goofy it looked. Um, But yeah, so I, I, I give it three. I'm not, 
I'm not super sold on it yet, but uh, but um, maybe giving it another shot might raise. Um, but I, I don't. I can't see myself going lower than a three. My final rating: three and a half barbed wire cut up ladies out of five. Mm. I I'd say roughly the same as Chase, except a little more. I liked it a little more. I think it, I think it does live up to its fame as one of the great modern horror movies. It, yeah, okay, it's not perfect. The dub, the dubbing is, it's there, it's pronounced, but I can see past it. I can see past it. I can see what the characters, what they were going for with the characters and so forth. It is light on story so much that I think the horror aspect is detached from it in a lot of places. But, yeah, it's a solid-looking movie. Plenty of bloodshed, a lot of pretty colors, and uh, Goblin's music always kicks ass for me. I I enjoyed it a lot. I think I might watch this again. again the atmosphere is one of a kind. Mm-hmm. Or at least it, it is. It's great Italian horror atmosphere. I could see myself checking this out again. I might... I probably will after I watch the freaking <laughs> after I watch the remake, which I probably will do. Just yeah. because. Oh, dude, yeah. I can't imagine what your thoughts on that are. I want to. Uh, I I know it might be bad or worse or mediocre. If you think this was slow. Be... <laughs> but so yeah, I like this one. It's a it's a great Italian horror movie. Lives up to its lives up to its fame. Uh, check it out. Do we have questions? I got, I got a question. Yeah. Mine is from uh, Daniel Tran. You guys know Daniel Tran? Yeah, Daniel. Um, uh, worked with him on a set before. Yeah, yeah. We worked with him on a set. Yeah. Tran's good yeah. people. Um, he asked, why does Quentin Tarantino have a foot fetish? Dude, that's so deep. Listen. That, yeah. That's, so that's like way back in like the like that's deep in your brain's core. When you're a baby, this something happens when you're a kid and gets the wires crossed. There you go. Yep. I don't know. Why, do we, are, why are we attracted to anything? Things. Yeah, people are turned on by different things. What, let's not shame over it. I, I, mean, think it's, I think it's the wrong part of the foot. Yeah, yeah, true, true. What <laughs> part of the Wait, really? What, what's he focusing on? What should he be focusing on? I don't know. I'll leave that up to you, the audience. <laughs> I'm asking you, motherfucker. It's uh, the little piggies, bro. What are you talking about? Okay. Yeah, the little piggies of the heel wasn't right. the most. But anyway, I mean, I would, I would, I mean, if I had an, <laughs> if I had yeah. an opportunity to uh, to suck on Salma Hayek's toes, I probably would as well. <laughs> I, I second that motion. Hell yeah, brother! Hell yeah, brother! How you're sucking toes? Yeah, fuck me for being a guy. No. Bro. Next question. All right. <laughs> that was that was the only question I got. Okay, life question. Huh? How do you, dude? How do I, dude? How do you, dude? How yeah, do the, you, the, dude? The, well, the, the dude abides, so... I would say... I mean, I've almost turned it into, like, my comma. So I'm like, listen, dude. And then I proceed the conversation. <laughs> I feel like that's most Washingtonians or Pacific Northwesterners. We've adopted- Dude is basically my punctuation at this point. Yeah. Exclamation point. Yeah. Instead of that, dude exclaimed it's also it's also yeah. absolute gender gender yeah. new term as well it is yeah. it is that's like that's how i can tell people. that's what i can tell ryan's upset or happy or giddy or funny 
or loose. Dude. So another question. Uh, what draws any of you to horror? Uh, me? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be 100% completely honest. I am. It's my least favorite genre of, of, of movies. Why There's is that? Uh, I just, uh, I don't like being scared for one. And there's just so many bad horror movies, but there's also really good ones. It's like, it's like saying that like, okay, well, there's so many bad comedy movies speaking of Adam Sandler, um, you know, but like I, nothing, nothing really draws me in. I guess it's, I guess it's, I have a thing for masks. Like I'm big into masks. So like most, a lot of horror films have, have a cool mask in it. And uh, that draws me in. So uh, that'll be my answer. Mask. Okay. That's a good one. Just mask. Okay. Just, I've always liked, like when I was a kid, I always liked the old like monster movies and stuff. And yeah. I just love, I just, I don't know what it is about a dark atmosphere. I have just always been drawn to it. Absolutely always. I guess I'll take the reins here. I, I, uh, I don't, it's kind of a rush when something can, work up an intense feeling in me if i if i welcome it not as something horrible if i get stressed or intense due to bad circumstances i don't like that but something like a horror movie the way they work the emotions get a rise out of you prey on your suspense like just sitting in your chair you're just left to helpless you can't help the people on screen can't shoo them away from the danger that kind of stuff works me up and also just Whatever this world can hold or what is capable of holding or the possibility of what it could hold, i.e. like a prehistoric monster or the ocean depths, stuff like that, material horror like that, something that could actually exist, that that certainly gets a rise out of me. And I just like, I like intense situations. It makes for hair-raising excitement yeah. artistically. If a movie can... If a movie can really shock my senses and borderline traumatize my psyche for a little bit, then... Oh, dude, my shadow self. That's it. Oh. It hits me right in the shadow self, and I get to live out the crap I can never do in the real world. And I get to live out my anxiety attacks and, like, die in the movie and kill the person in the movie. My shadow <laughs> self has a run with it. Dang. That's a good point. I, I would second that. And Victor? Um, I guess in terms of like contemporary horror, I really don't. I mean, I guess horror in general, I, I unfortunately, it's really hard for me to actually be like scared from a film. And so, like, I think the next best thing for me is to be shocked or disturbed. And I think, I, I don't know if there's anything specific about the genre. Like, if it's like a modern horror film, you might get a fun film like. I don't know, strangers pray at night or like crawl or something. They kind of like, you know, uh, give you a good little gore and blood and, you know, that's call it a night. But I just, I, when I watch a horror film, I just want to at least be creeped out or shocked in something in a creative way. Um, like, you know, when Hereditary came out, I wasn't like convulsing because I was so scared, but it was mostly just like, wow. These are some really new and creative ways I've, I've ne I haven't really seen horror done before. Um, mm -hmm. And so I, I just mostly go in hoping that, hey, I'm going to be creeped out in a way that I haven't really experienced. And that never really happens often, but when it does, 
I'll give. I'll keep trying. I'll keep trying until I get another good one. Yeah, I think the... the main flaw with that is horror movies are too safe. Uh, yeah, that's also a thing what? too. But also, it has to do with like personal fears. Like, sure, things that happen on horror movies are like always. You never want to be in them, but uh, I don't know. I just don't know what it is exactly. That doesn't like scare me. I guess. When like, was the last time you were scared of a horror movie? Like, I don't know, scared? Like, what's scared mean? Genuinely you know? scared. scared. Your heart was racing. You couldn't watch the screen. You were feeling the emotions. They I were think, hitting too close to home. I think one film in particular, Hagazusa, A Heathen's Curse. Right and, I, right and I saw that Sif. Uh, it's very, like, similar in ways to The Witch. But the horror in that was just, like what the hell like it was like really disturbing stuff and very uncomfortable and not safe at all from what i remember i haven't seen it since but that film like really kind of shook me um i felt like looking every time i looked at the skull i felt like something bad was gonna happen dude it was just an un yeah it was an uncomfortable movie you felt like the objects they were using as props were like cursed yeah um, Ryan, would that be the same as you the last time I was genuinely scared with a movie? Yeah. I would have to say it's the reason I'm so obsessed with it, but it's hereditary. Mm. Yeah. Hereditary. It's just, like, I know everyone says it, but, like, the scene when he goes to bed after the shocking moment. Oh, God, dude, yeah. Uh -huh. My anxiety of, like, wanting him to do the right thing and just, like, please just go say what happened so I don't yeah. have to sit here with this. The fucking the sound of everything that's going on in the background, too. Yeah, yeah. just hearing, like, she's going to, like, all right, I'm going to go to the store now. I'm like, yeah. please don't go to the car. Ten more steps and then she sees what happened. Yeah, yeah. that was Well, just um, can you fucking imagine that, though? That's a thing. That's why it's so grounded and it's such a realistic and tangible fear. I could like it wasn't necessarily the violent act that the audience was suffering through. It was the act of guilt they had to suffer through. Yeah, it, he. That's what, will... Yeah, one thing about it, hereditary. The tension is like totally horrific, oh, and I I, I think maybe that and Hagazusa were like the two films where I was just like, damn. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mama. I will give Hereditary that that was the scariest part of that movie. Yeah, I I honestly the the subtleness of the subtleness and the silence of Hereditary is the shit that fucked with me the most. Like uh, yep. like when he comes back and and you know he's going through the house and he sees his dad and everything. I'm like, oh my god! I'm like on the edge of my seat. I've got a fucking blank <laughs> like a like I'm a twelve year old girl, bro. I'm like freaking out. And then, uh, and then there's like the shot of her climbing the ceiling in the background. Almost died, yeah. dude. I I had to turn it back. I was like, "There's no way that just happened." <laughs> and I, yeah. And I'm like, "Oh my fucking god!" I had to pause it, and I'm like, "I had to get, I had to get my girlfriend." I'm like, "You need to watch this." Yep. And then so we went, and we she finished it with me, and she's like, "That was really fucking scary." And I'm like, "Yeah." But, dude, me and my girlfriend just watched that with one of her friends who hasn't seen this yet. Oh god. And it was great to watch the reactions when he was just throughout the house and the scene that really like destroyed her for a long time and she's still like I don't like being home alone still mm -hmm. was the mother banging her head on the ceiling. Oh my god, dude, that's fucking That was <laughs> yeah. traumatizing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um but um, I uh other than other than that I would also agree that that was the last time I was really scared. 
but uh-huh. I saw that after this next one, but during it, like the first oh, time, yeah. The yeah. First time, so I have a crazy, crazy, like I'm terrified of clowns. Yeah. And um, I thought, so the how my, my fear of clowns came to be is that when I was like six or seven, I watched the original it and it scared the fuck out of me as, as <laughs> yeah. it should, as, you know, as a seven or eight year old. Um, and so I was like, fuck it, I'll go see the remake and it'll, it'll take it away, you know? And that, oh my God, dude, I was, I've never been that scared in my entire life. Like of, of a movie. I mean, obviously there's been shit that's happened in my life that I'm like actually fight or flight type shit, but I was so scared of it that I, uh, I was sweating, like not sweating, like, like, Oh, you're like, Oh, my, my forehead's like, my brow was a little, like, I was fucking like drenched <laughs> and I felt like I was going to throw up. And then there, the scene where he comes out of the water and he like fucking oh, shakes. Man. Man. Dude, I, I fucking left. <laughs> I, left <laughs> I left the fucking theater and I'm like, I gotta go. I gotta fuck you. <laughs> I, I've watched it recently since then, though, and it was much. I mean, it still obviously freaks me out a lot. Last time I was scared of a horror movie. Real talk, honest to God, it was the "I Spit on Your Grave" remake, because that was the highlight for me. I, okay, it's a shitty movie. It's a really shitty movie, but the rape scene in that movie—it was so brutal, so intense. I couldn't imagine real rape being much different it was i my my head was just firing off on all cylinders it was that's fair it was scary it was crazy intense it, for as shitty of a movie it is that was the one good thing they or that was the one or not the good thing that was the one thing they got right they sold that emotional factor but for a good movie we're talking good horror movies i think the last time was when me and ryan watched the texas chainsaw massacre for the first time i think i think i watched it for the first time at least uh, it was uh, Leatherface's introduction in the movie. Mm. Guy stumbles through the doorway. Yeah, we're not talking about that. So, next question. <laughs> this is my last question. What would you guys say is the best scene in a film as far as cinematography goes? Oh, in a film you or can... a film? Film in general. You can oh, only pick one. No honorable mentions off the top of your head. No. Oh, also this. Just one. Okay. One. Best, best shot in a movie. Period. Or best movie with great camera work. Best shot in a movie. Period. Ah. Do, do you have ten hours? I have. I mean, I I know it. Mine's. You get one off the top of your head right now. Yeah. One scene that you can think of that had the best cinematography. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nineteen seventeen. Oh what scene? Uh, when Schofield makes the charge down the trenches. That's all right. Beautiful. Got is that that's your that's you think is that's the most beautiful scene in a movie ever? Put me on the spot. I, I don't know. I, I, give me some more time. I'll think of something better. <laughs> what do you guys have? Okay. 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 Let's get let's get real. Let's, let's get real. I'm gonna get real. No. No. No, real. no. No. You already said yours. You already said yours. Oh, you, what's the rest I you hate got? you, Victor. I'm going last, buddy. Oh fuck! Uh, mine's <laughs> mine's really easy. I haven't fucking tested it. Go last. Fuck off. Um, I uh, the, my favorite shot from my favorite movie of all time. Uh, when hmm. when yeah, if you if you didn't know, hmm. uh, when uh, when the K 
um, sees uh, in Blade Runner twenty forty nine when K sees the the holographic um, display of Joy after Joy has just been killed. Spoiler alert! Um, and she reaches down and points at him and she says, "You look lonely." Is in my opinion the most old <laughs> shot that has ever been created, and I have it tattooed on me. So, yeah, nice, wonderful. Shit, Can I seriously shit, take shit. mine back, please? I don't know. You said yours already, man. We get one shot at this. I think... All right, I got to talk slow because I have two in mind, but I'm going to take a scene from The Lighthouse, and the scene is going to be... When he fucking uh... it. It's going to be now. There's three scenes in my head. You gotta choose one, man. Those are them. Them's your. Marcus rule. picking, buddy. Pick one. Yeah, I didn't say a time limit. I just said one. <laughs> you said on the spot. You did say on the spot. That is that is true. I did, and I said the White House, and it's gonna be <laughs> that one scene. Stalling that I really <laughs> liked. Stalling. It's a good ways into the movie. <laughs> oh my god! Just get on with it. <clears throat> so it's got to be the shot when um, what's his name? Willem Dafoe is in the hole, uh-huh. and the camera's just zooming in on him as he's giving a monologue when dirt's going on his face. Okay. That, I will just think about, like, I'll be doing anything, and I probably have that thought of that image cross my mind at least once a day at some random point. I'll just be making dinner, and I think about the scene where he's pouring his guts out about a situation and being buried alive. Like, that's... I always think about that. Awesome. Great. great Now, for all the time you've taken picking your pick, I want a repick. I was just giving Victor a ton amount of time so he can make sure he really likes his decision. Give him some more time. You're giving it to him right now, arguing with me. What do you got, Victor? You guys want to go on a little longer? Okay, Uh, I will go on longer. No, I'm just kidding. What? Um, God, dude. Uh, Fuck. This is tough. Um, I want to say like 2001... But the scene oh. in mind, uh, yeah, oh, frick, dude. Come know. on, man. Come on. <laughs> how about how about this? How about this? My personal favorite, because I can't think of the greatest personal favorite. When uh, well, yeah, I mean, in, Interstel- yeah, Interstellar. When McConaughey's character falls into the uh, the tesseract. Tesseract, yes. Time as a three D construct. <laughs> That scene, I remember, because up until that point, it's this, you know, pretty standard sci-fi film in a way, in a sense. Like, it's... But when it gets to that point, I'm just like, whoa, huh, huh? Mm. What? Huh? So, Mm. I think that's, yeah. Go, well, I'll go with that. Fuck it. I'm changing my pick. Change your pick. Do do, do your shit. Do your shit. The one... The one shot I really love, I think, is Pacific Rim. It's just this one simple shot tilts up from Gypsy Danger's foot up to his head at ground level. Just the beauty and majesty in one simple display of scaling 
in a genre monster movie says a lot to me. There's a Nick answer right there. Oh, yeah. That's a that's a genuine one there. I like that one more. There you go. Now, you see? You see? You see? You see? I see. I see. Man, you should have just went last. What's the matter with you? <laughs> I, I don't know. You put me on the spot. Well, I think that about does it with the episode. Um, if you are uh, listening to us on the Apple Podcast, make sure you leave us a nice little rating there. And uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow on Spotify and all that good stuff. Um, yes, Ryan, thank you for coming back. Of course. And uh, I think your picks are next week. Ooh. Do you, have, do you have them ready to roll to announce or still need time? I have a short film picked out. And for horror film, I don't think I do yet. Okay. Well, look forward to that next week. Um, and then after that, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's, we're almost done with our October stuff. So that's, that was fun. <sighs> so God, this, soon? this month went by fucking crazy fast. Yeah. I, Going we, by crazy fast. We should have done more shit. We should have done two a week. Well, no, I, I don't think, I, I, I don't I, think I could do that, my man. <laughs> I asked y'all. One a week we, is perfect. We live and learn. We still got time. We can't wait to talk more horror with you fine listeners. Yes, thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See ya!